3: So on the way here, on the overground, there was a full COVID battle going on and it was so awkward. So there were these two people sitting opposite each other on the train and um, one woman was just screaming at the man, but both of them were wearing masks, so I couldn't work out what they were talking about. But then I heard the like classic COVID chat. It was like six months, like blah, blah, blah. And then I heard like Italy and then I heard like Paris. And I think basically she was trying to say that the UK... I think she was trying to be like, the UK's response is fucked. Because the UK's response...
0: She was just yelling at a random man. I don't know how it
3: started, but they were screaming at each other. (sighs) Um, But I think she was trying to say that Boris is not responding well, which is uh, accurate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Considering we've had the worst... Um, days on record ever in the UK and we're all just going to pubs and restaurants still which I'm like stoked about and I always, I
0: always feel like things are on the cusp of popping off because people just don't follow like you'll go on sometimes you'll go on the, the underground and it's being socially distanced and sometimes you'll go on and it's just a pack of cowboys and we're all like sitting next to each other and mm, you no. know and you just don't know if if someone's going to get upset and, and kick off or if people just don't care and then last week I went to a oh my god it didn't touch you, did it?
3: No. no. Why are you such a klutz
0: I was outside a Costa on the weekend and I just knocked over a dog bowl full of water, went like everywhere.
3: We haven't even talked on the podcast about um when we when I came and met you in Notting Hill the other day and we went out for coffee and we were sitting drinking coffee and talking. What did I do? And then you were like, Izzy, oh my god, I left um the oven with something <laughs> in it we had to sprint home like I, I just it, broke
0: it, yeah I like broke into a run basically and Izzy just had to catch up
3: <laughs> and I was like what even is it what was it
0: and I was like it's a cheese and lake plat." oh my god <laughs> it was a Linda McCartney cheese and lake plat, and I put it in the oven and then I just let left and just went and hung out with you and we were going for a walk around We were went drinking for, a coffee. Walk, went out for ages and then I ran home and the great irony of it is that I hadn't even turned the oven on properly, so it was cold. <laughs> it wasn't even cooked.
3: We thought you, it would be another situation where the house was on fire. I like...
0: literally, I live in constant fear that I'm actually going to burn down the house. This weekend we went away to Dorset and I left the radiator on all weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't burn houses down.
3: But to remind anyone who doesn't know, Grace once ordered... Delivery pizzas to her house, and then um, Zach wasn't home yet, so she put them in the oven to warm them up a little bit. And then um, in the box, <laughs> stacked on top of each other, and then the boxes caught on fire. And smoke started streaming out of the oven, so Grace started sprinting towards the fire and fell over and knocked her face on the ground. And her nose started bleeding. I <laughs> my
0: nose on the ground, so there was like a trail of blood on the ground from my nose and then when I got the boxes out of the pizza they were literally on fire like they were flaming and it turned out I put the grill on to make things worse and they were stacked up touching the grill so they set fire in like three minutes and then Zach walked in at that
3: very moment yeah and you were crying eh? I
0: was like hysterically crying there's blood all (laughs) over my chest
3: and hadn't you texted him 10 minutes before being like, like pizza's
0: here see you soon honey Oh my um, god! Yeah, that's a, yeah,
3: that's an, an OG. So that podcast didn't anecdote. that didn't happen, thank God. And her plat wasn't even cooked, but we'd sprinted all the way home, and the whole time we were sprinting home, you you were like, "Why do I always do this? Why am I so frazzled?"
0: <laughs> oh, this is like such a just a quick side note story, which I was talking with some people about on the weekend, which is like once me and my friend tilly went to this bar and it was some banks christmas party at the same time and this really drunk middle-aged man came over and was trying to talk to us and he spilt both our full glasses of wine over so he said that he'd replace them and we were like okay fine and then we just couldn't get rid of him like that just awkward horrible Mm -hmm. thing that happens when you're a young girl at a bar and he was telling us about how he had like a wife called rachel and about how um he had a, a baby at home that was like one year old. And then suddenly he was really drunk. He just dropped his head to the ground and then started twisting his wedding ring in his finger really creepily. And he starts going to himself, Why do you keep doing this to Rachel, Adam? <laughs> no, it was hilarious. I thought he was going to kill us. He's like, Why do you keep doing this, Adam? Why do not you just go home, Adam? Why are you here at a pub with two girls, Adam? And we're like, Just leave, yeah, Adam. No one
3: wants you here, Adam. Go home to Rachel. Fucking so that's
0: my self-dialogue when I fuck up. I'm like, why do you keep doing this, Grace? <laughs> oh, <laughs> why do you keep leaving the oven on, Grace, and burning down literally the is. house? I put the heater on now, but now it's boiling.
3: Um, I can't remember what we were talking about. But anyway, there was a hysterical COVID fight. The UK's cases are really bad, but no one wants to stop going to the pub, including me.
0: Yeah, including me. I went to a Mexican restaurant last week, last week and they made us do, like, check-in... The tag, where you are thing with the QR code, like, full face masks, temperature check. And then we got in and the restaurant wasn't socially distanced. (laughs) So everyone was just on top of each other. Yeah. It's not very sensible. Especially considering that Melbourne is now, like, nine to ten cases, cases per day. And they still can't do anything.
3: Yeah. I had a very boozy weekend. So, um... We're taking it easy on the podcast today, not getting too drunk on a Tuesday Yeah, we just laid afternoon. on the couch and we we're like, I don't want to drink. <laughs> I don't want to get super drunk today <laughs> in the day. Uh, but yeah, we had like a very boozy weekend, went out for... Um, lunch a late lunch about 2 p.m and then we were still in the pubs at 10 when they were kicking everyone out and then we sprinted to domino's to try and get pizza before they shut (sighs) and they um, wouldn't let us in but hannah my friend had called ahead and she was like i rang you you have to let us in so we got in and (laughs) got the pizza
0: that's the great thing about having a sensible friend
3: yeah she ran rang them as we were sprinting down the road and then we got the pizza like save us a four cheese pizza we'll be there in three (laughs) minutes they hated us Oh, yum. Anyway, over to the celeb news cycle, which has been, like, randomly intense this week.
0: Yeah, actually, people have been out and about doing things again for the first time, in a genuinely scandalous way for the first time since lockdown, maybe? Yeah. So something I inadvertently found myself writing about today was Kourtney Kardashian and Addison Rae, who's, like, a TikTok sensation... And I, sensation tens- a tiktok sensation <laughs>
3: it's too old to even pronounce it properly
0: <laughs> um and i vaguely knew they were friends and that it was kind of random because Courtney's 41 and addison ray is 20 but they've been on this weird um It reminds me of, like, Taylor Swift and Tom Hiddleston's weird relationship world tour where they went to, like, the Vatican and shit, and we're getting photographed together. Um, Courtney Kardashian and Addison Rae just keep popping up around New York in different outfits every, like, 12 to 16
3: hours Mm. for the last four days. And doing pap walks around the block, dressed up, kind of matching. Matching their outfits and, um,
0: matching their outfits and, like, drinking green juices together and stuff, and it's just, it's not a coincidence, What's the
3: master plan? Well, the master plan, or so the rumour has it, is that Courtney so the reason these guys started hanging out, which is a little bit weird, is that Mason, Courtney's kid, who's like twelve, wanted to do a TikToks with Addison, so the Kardashians reached out and then now Courtney's become her friend. But apparently the whole thing is that the Kardashians have put money into the Addison Ray's family as like Pegging them to be the next Kardashians, and they've got like a stake in making them famous, which really would not surprise me. Addison Ray's mum is so tragic. Have you seen her? No. Oh, it's really bad. On her, so on Addison's TikTok, her mum's like all over it, and they do these dances together. It's, God, she just popped up at the top of my Instagram. Addison Ray mom, Sherry Easterly. But I'll show you, wait. Ah.
0: (laughs) Don't. No, I'm so happy that I'm not on this platform.
3: I know, I was drunk on um, Friday night looking at it, making me feel depressed. But then her mum's like, God, she's making me so much fucking money. Mm. Like, Imagine that. Imagine if you knew, if you was dressed up with your daughter, people would froth and you'd make so much money. Her mum did the wap dance. Sorry, we seem to play this. Oh, don't. Izzy, this is the
0: worst one. Why did you keep this one in the bank? Look at their big house. I know. Had to get that in. Um, My only, like, flaw in this plan as I see it is I'm Googling Addison Rae's family, and it's, like, her, the mum, and then two
3: boys, which is hard sell. It might have to be her and the mum and then her friends or something. Yeah. T- that tiktok um house <laughs> we have to stop talking about this i know i agree i'm getting
0: like fewer and fewer brain cells as this conversation <laughs> goes on it's like i've taken acid yeah but but any I, I did think it was like interesting that they're shoving the kardashians are clearly shoving her down the people's throats in a very i know she low, looks low, so out Kardashian away. as well mm. she's
3: she's gorgeous
0: yeah she is beautiful um, so, yeah, we'll just see what happens. I'm sure we won't be the target audience of the impending
3: <laughs> reality show. So Another tragic um, paparazzi staged shoot is that of Max Einrich, who's bloody Demi Lovato's ex-fiancee of like three months. And he went to the beach in Malibu where he proposed to her three months ago, sat on the beach and pretended to cry and called the paparazzi and told them he was going to be there. And then there's these photos of him in the water wearing his clothes. Yeah. It's so, so funny. They're
0: hilarious. There's like a gallery of 11 pictures and it's just him sitting looking sad. Then him like laying flat on the sand, which is my favorite (laughs) one. Just looking at the sky and then him in the water. And then on Twitter, people said something like, they're like, he's clearly having a breakdown. What do they say? He's clearly unstable. Unhinged. People are like, he's clearly unhinged. Just leave him alone. Um, So, I mean most celebrities are clearly unhinged so
3: yeah but the the funny part about it is the reason she broke up with him i don't know how i know this but the reason she broke up with him is because she found out he was selling all their stories to the press who is he like what's i don't his know deal? who he is i think he's some he looks vaguely 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 familiar maybe some disney kid right and then that leads on to remember was it too hot to handle was it the one that they're not allowed to have sex they're not allowed to touch yes, on Netflix. Yes, yes. Remember that brilliant show, Too Hot to Handle. To that show. Um, and then Harry Jowsey from it, who's weirdly from—he's an Aussie. Yeah, he's, he's from, from like from the, Australia. Gold Coast and or something. We've yeah. got weird mutual friends. It's random. Do you? yeah, he, heaps of them. HJ, so weird. But um, he he was dating that girl Francesca on the show, and then they weirdly got engaged over Zoom and some. Did they?
0: Yeah. I watched... I wasted, like, a good 25 minutes of my life watching her um, breakup announcement on YouTube. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did you? Yes. I don't know why. I know. I think I was... When I was away... Um, I don't know why. I just like her. Yeah. I was... I wasn't invested in the relationship because it was ridiculous, but I just... It annoyed me that he broke up with her. I was like, how dare you? Did he break up with her? Yeah. Random. And she found out via tabloids or something stupid
3: mm. so then he's obviously extremely fame obsessed yes so then he was spotted out with this girl called larsa Pippen, who used to move in the kardashian circles and was then they she, out she, i think her. she's
0: related to scotty pippin which like i only I love know Pippen. <laughs> because i started watching the last dance yes on not Netflix. the last it's
3: not, is it the last, the last Dance? yeah i think that's the <laughs> Yeah. No,
0: I feel like... It, yeah, it's The Last Dance. The Last I, Dance. Cool. I started watching The Last Dance on Netflix, the Michael Jordan documentary, which is fantastic. It's so good. Um, anyway, Scotty Pippen comes across the best out of all yeah, the Scottie people Pippen in that was show. Yeah, Pippen fucking
3: robbed. I
0: haven't got that far.
3: No, but like robbed out of... How many episodes did you watch? One. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Just one. It's long. <laughs> okay, so when... Michael Jordan was on when he joined the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. Scottie Pippen is second, so he's like the main guy that Michael Jordan needs to set up all his shots and win and stuff. And Michael Jordan was paid like the top of the an NBA, and Scottie Pippen was paid like the hundredth. And he was he signed some stupid contract by accident, like us? just yeah, us. He signed some stupid contract saying I don't know what the figure was, but something like nineteen million dollars for the next ten years or something. And he would would have been worth like two hundred million, and they wouldn't let him out of the contract. And so he got. Like, robbed. I can see that.
0: He has such a nice I energy.
3: I feel like he'd be like, it's okay. It's yeah. Not. Yeah, it's not okay. Justice for Scotty. But Larsa, I don't really know who she is. Wait, let's find her. Is she his daughter? She's is his wife. His
0: wife? His w- wife. Larsa's wife is Scotty Pippin's wife. No current wife. Married since 1997. Three children. Four children.
3: Well, I don't know why it looks like... It looked like... Harry Jowsey and Lassa Pippin were on a date, um, and okay. it, all, all Sorry. these with <laughs> what? Who is Lassa Pippin? Scotty Pippin's estranged wife. Okay, so so what? <laughs> I'm like so confused about what parts we're leaving in now, but I feel like we can just leave all of this in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, they were like Harry Jowsey was on a date with Lassa Pippin, Scotty Pippin's ex-wife, but the date was framed and set up by this paparazzi guy called Shiraz. Who set them up on a date actually went on the date with them and then posted on his own Instagram to leak the story to leak the story going disruption guaranteed was in the title and then said that they were on a date together and hashtagged the word fame. I was like, I don't think this is that's a very pathetic
0: attempt at getting these two people coverage as well. But then people did report on it, which is yeah. But it's just sad. It's just like get everyone involved needs to get a grip. But it's it's the same thing that happened with um. Francesca from Too Hot to Handle, and Damien from Love is Blind. Mm. I remember those photos came out of them, and we even, we are responsible. <laughs> we got in on the action. We posted it being like, are they dating? Because they they had their arms linked. Um, and it was just a PR stunt because they're the same agent just
3: trying to generate some press for them.
0: It's, it's so easy works. to do. We just buy it so easily. I
3: know. There's nothing else going on.
0: Yeah, exactly. People are realizing it. So Shiraz, who, who weekly did a little segment on is this kind of strange guy that's quite well known and respected in the hollywood industry who's kind of a shameless self-promoter and he became a bit of a figure because he would tell really famous celebrities that he had contacts in bollywood um that would get them massive commercial deals in southeast and like in asia Mm. um and but he was I feel but like he was he lying, was lying about no he it. was lying yeah. he had he hadn't even been to yeah. India yeah. before yeah. um but he, there's all this audio of these really famous celebrities like Catherine Zeta-Jones and <sighs> who else was it
3: just yeah, heaps of big names saying
0: we love you, Shiraz or something. Yeah. And I was, but now
3: he's he like literally weaselled his way in to the point where he was. Did you already say that he was on the This Is Paris documentary? No. He weaselled his way in, and he was the guy that was in the This Is Paris documentary where he was on like the plane with her and stuff. Um, he's that guy, and he um. So he's like fully got all of these celebrity clients now that he works with to try and get them famous. But even recently, he was on the red carpet with J Lo. Like he's he's like so far in there now that he must just have like so many contacts and connections. But I think he's just
0: Blasberg of. I think he's just um, gaslighting everyone
3: because then like, you know, J Lo will see that he was with someone else, and so then she's like, okay, so weird.
0: (laughs) they said in Who Weekly they were like there is a certain level of success you can get in the entertainment industry if you are completely shameless, like if you're willing to like bareface lie. And they said this it's the kind of perfect low level lie where no one will really care that much if you're caught out yeah um ridiculous so ridiculous um onto an actually interesting piece of celebrity gossip i know (laughs) this hasn't happened in ages i feel like a scandal like this where lily james was photographed patching dominic west who is married has been married for years Four children. Has four children with his wife. And I think people initially just thought that him and his wife had just divorced and not told anything anyone about
3: it because I don't think they're really
0: that famous that they'd necessarily make a statement. And,
3: and like, these guys were photographed – in broad daylight wandering around the city on one line scooter in rome in rome a romantic city Mm. and he was kissing her while they're at lunch arms all around each other like fully in full view of the public so that's why i was like surely he can't still be with his wife because this is so shameless um, but no, and then it came out that
0: his wife was, uh, said she was heartbroken by the images and had no idea, which is really awful. So I was trying to think of similar scandals to this. The ones I can think of is Sienna Miller kissing I Balthazar Getty.
3: No nothing about that.
0: Uh, I just remember it was like a decade ago. and yeah. she just got photographed kissing a married guy on mm-hmm, a boat and his mm-hmm. wife as well came out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Fashion designer
3: Rosetta Getty, uh, Kirsten Stewart. Yes, I was going to say that. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart? Yeah. And the married Snow White director. Yes. While she was going out with Robert Pattinson.
0: Yes, and he was going out with Liberty Ross, who's like a fucking massive babe model, um, was his long-term wife. And then the third one is less scandalous, which is Ewan McGregor. Um And Mary Elizabeth Winstead. They're all like the exact same tale of like Mm. a long time married man with a young actress who's like 20 years younger than them. He was photographed kissing Mary Elizabeth Winstead who he was in Fargo season three with and he'd been married for like 25 years and his daughter started like writing nasty comments about Mary Elizabeth Winstead on Instagram and it got really messy. And one of them wrote a song about it. God. So there's a precedent. Yeah. Um, I went on Lily James's Instagram account today and she's getting bombarded in the comments.
3: Yeah, I don't doubt it. Like, and also, it's just the British press is so much worse as well. Like, I yeah. went on Twitter. I'm never, ever on Twitter, but I think, I don't know why I went on there yesterday. And I clicked on the, like, I don't really know how to use it, but I clicked on the home screen and on the side it had trending and it said Lily James's name. And I was like, huh, and clicked on it. And that's how I saw it. And it was just people going crazy, slut-shaming her, Heaps of people were slut shaming her, and then other people were making jokes, just being like, "How would you go from Chris Evans to <laughs> Dominic West?" Oh, uh, no, I Dominic West is a hottie. He's a babe.
0: He's like ultimate mum fantasy man, mm. and I concur. He's really hot and really charismatic. He's in The Wire, and I understand. But I, I mean, something interesting to talk about, I guess, is how like whenever these things happen there's obviously sexism involved in how people are treating lily james but i also think there's an element of it being that she is just more interesting and famous than him so that's why people are latching on her more than they are him in terms of the headlines and conversations yeah um but i think i always think in cheating situations like blaming the person the person is cheating with is so random because that person has like no moral obligation i know to that person's husband or wife yeah the one who does the cheating is doing the bad
3: thing and also (laughs) you have no idea what she's being told because i'm just like i don't i don't know i am going out on a whim here but i'm like i don't think that a very famous actress would have her hands around an, a guy who she knew was like still happily married in the middle of the day in rome i, I like exactly I, and she's I on the cusp
0: of like mega mega star yeah she i just would think that's a very smart. crazy
3: thing to do to to if she thought i don't know if he'd been honest but maybe he had been and maybe she just didn't care but also, yeah, the whole like people would just say it's so crazy how Lily James's name is trending and not his. And yeah, and then that's um, what I mean. But I'm like, that's also just because like she's no one gives famous. a shit about Dominic West. Yeah. Like if he was
0: cheating on his wife with a random, then his name would trend. Like a waitress. Yeah, like uh, no, no one would even be talking about it. It's because it's like one of the most exciting new up and coming actresses. Um, but I think, I it, I find it interesting as well because, like, if you go on the Instagram comments, like, all the hate is coming from other women. Mm. It isn't, like, men aren't weighing in on this. They don't care. It's, like, funny to me when this happens. It's, like, girls feel like the sisterhood's been broken and you got to take down the woman or something. It's, it's kind of a weird, like, caveman reaction.
3: Yeah, agreed. I find it funny. I didn't really know who he was at all, but I find it funny that... The show that he's the most famous for at the moment is called The Affair, where he plays Mm. a man who repeatedly cheats on his wife and the mother of his four children.
0: Yes, I've seen The Affair. It's really good. You know what's so good about it? Esther Perel, like, consulted on it. So it's meant to be like a really realistic depiction of um, cheating. Yeah. And it is. Huh. Joshua Jackson's in it. And huh. mm. I might watch it. Yeah, but anyway, Dominic West should watch it and learn some lessons.
3: Yeah, and then Dumois, du-moi. <laughs> more our Instagram account that we love is just making me feel so depressed and making me not believe in love. But obviously, musicians and actors and stuff are just not yeah. to be trusted as far as you can throw them. But like, because every single. Now that this Dominic West thing has come out, all of these stories are coming out about, like, all these girls alleging that they've had nights with him. And alleging that, like, all these other famous guys who are with their girlfriends, who have had long-term girlfriends or who are married, have had... They're all DMing, all the girls. Yeah, heaps heaps of people are on there, like,
0: people that you would be very shocked to be getting accusations about. It's just i don't know i don't know i think that's how because i remember talking to zach about this where i was i said something like um whenever men are like given the opportunity to cheat on their partners with younger more beautiful women they tend to do so and he was like well why do you say that and i was like hollywood and he was like yeah but like you, hollywood is not a good representation of human nature
3: yeah, it's not. Well, people, it's, it's, not because people, it's not because of the celebrity element. But I was thinking the other day, I was watching Rihanna Savage X Fenty mm. and Travis Scott was on it. And I was thinking about how just dating a really, really famous musician like that, you could not pay me Neither. all the money in the world Neither. to date someone like that. Because <laughs> like, especially musicians, because you, you're traveling the world going to gigs where you've got thousands of screaming people screaming intoxicated young girls mm. and you're partying with them like that's the worst for mm-hmm. sure acting you're kind of a bit more like obviously you have fans who are trying to get in touch with you all the time and dming you and stuff more than no like the, the risk with acting guy. is
0: that you have to like force the chemistry of a couple who are in love yes for a six to seven months at a time when you're away from your actual partner and because it's hollywood the person that you're matched with is going to be like young and extremely beautiful so that's like the risk there Mm-hmm. Yeah, you couldn't pay me to date an actor or a musician. Not that they're asking.
3: <laughs> it's a no from me, Bradley Cooper.
0: I'm sure Lily James will weather this storm. I just... I feel sorry for her. Yeah, I feel sorry for her as well. And I... I but I just... I don't think it's going to have a sticking... I don't think it's going to have sticking power. I think they'll just break up and... Um, unfortunately, Do you not
3: think because I think because no, I think,
0: I, I think people don't know his wife, as horrible as it is. There's, people have no a, a attachment to the woman who's been But I just mean, I,
3: I don't think it'll tarnish her that much in terms of fans. But I feel like in the industry, she might find it harder to get work for a bit because people will think that her reputation is tarnished. And she's always played the sweet, cute girl. Mm. She plays the, you know. Like the wide-eyed, like, yeah. ah, yeah. Cinderella. She's literally Cinderella. Cinderella.
0: But it didn't really affect Kirsten Stewart's career. Kristen. Kristen. why can't I get her name right? It didn't know. really affect Kristen Stewart's career. Yeah. But she was She's kind of She's too a bad big to girl. fail. Yeah, it was like on brand for her, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people believed her and Robert Pattinson were going out.
3: Well, according to Dumois, it was an open relationship. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Uh, okay, should we talk about dating? Yeah. Um, I read a I read an interesting story on Owl yesterday about dating in the pandemic and about how heaps of people now are having one month stands instead of one night stands because the whole thing with one night stands it, I mean because the pandemic's kind of taken away being able to safely meet new people so instead of just meeting someone, bussing them, and then never talking to them again, people are talking for ages online. Finally meeting someone they're saying that everyone's getting COVID tests before. And I highly doubt that's happening though. A lot of people, a lot more people get COVID tests in the U S than anywhere else. I reckon like when I was in the U S all my mates were getting COVID tests all the time. Everyone had had multiple COVID tests. Mm. Um, I feel like that happened in a lot of, with a lot of people, how they met like right before lockdown. So then they joined bubbles, which just seems so chaotic. I would rather die than join bubbles with someone I just met. Yeah. Be the worst. It'd take all the fun out of the relationship. I'd rather not see someone for six weeks happily. I'd like way rather not see someone for six to eight weeks and just talk to them online and on video call than move in with them.
0: Yeah, moving moving in together is like the death of so many elements of romance. Mm. It's just not fun, and you're probably going to be in like a tiny apartment. But yeah, no, it's um, it is really interesting the dating and COVID thing because it's like people are um. Like, you're lonely, so you're, like, more likely, even if you were someone who didn't want to date beforehand, it's, like, more likely to make you interested in dating. So I feel like it's probably, like, exacerbated a lot of people's, like, romantic inclinations.
3: I know. Uh, We asked a question on our Instagram because I was just curious, because we were just curious to see... People's dating stories, and one of our followers said she had four exes in the space of two weeks during the first month of the pandemic. Contact her; all the exes reaching out.
0: Yeah, I can see that because you just want like a you just want a buddy to like chat to at night and like have phone sex with.
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.
2: oh mm,
3: maybe <laughs> and yeah and another girl said since lockdown i found myself in a throuple that consists of video calls and phone sex
0: i love that person that sent that in That's uh, amazing i know
3: got ghosted by two men both named tom during the three months <laughs> i didn't leave the house i semi got ghosted by a tom did you yeah that remember that guy that was messaging me heaps um What was happening? He messaged me heaps, but I was in LA and he was in London. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, when you get to London, let's get a drink. And I was like, okay. And then he just never messaged me again. I was like, fine. What
0: is the politics of ghosting? Because I I feel like it's, I feel like we've all agreed it's wrong to ghost, but then I feel like most women do ghost men or have.
3: Yeah. It's just, I think... It depends. Like with that, I'm like, that's just funny. Because obviously I don't mm-hmm. know the person at yeah, all. Yeah. But I think if you went on, if you go on a date with someone and you spend like a couple of hours hanging out and talking to them and then you never talk to them again, I find that quite rude. I've done that.
0: <laughs> but I
3: knew it was rude. But I just didn't yeah. respond
0: to the first message because the first
3: message was about like something I, silly to I feel like I know who this is. Is that the, the, the Handmaid's Tale guy?
0: No, no, no. This was the the normal guy who took me to the comedy show. Yeah, and then what? uh,
3: After the comedy show, you never talked to him again?
0: No. It just wasn't because, okay, it just wasn't a vibe. That it wasn't not enough of a vibe to, like, justify it. Like, it wasn't super awkward. I didn't do anything wrong. I just couldn't be bothered going again. And then... He sent a message trying to ch- chat the next day being like can you send me that link to westworld or something and then said, i yeah. just forgot to because i just wasn't interested in talking because i know i didn't want to see him again and then he sent me another message being like oh no reply haha ha. and then i kept trying to think of something to say <laughs> to be like no and then i just i just got too long and then i just left it and i was like i know that's mean because i technically ghosted him and never ever messaged him again but i just I can empathize
3: in some ways. There needs to be a downloadable um, template of what you're Yeah, there seems. needs
0: to just be something that you can say that's mm. just like... Because it's impossible for people not to take it as a rejection. And you know that from the other way around. Like, if I went out with a guy that I didn't like... Like, if he messaged me the next day and said, I don't want to... Thanks, but I don't want to hang out again. I still would have felt a level of rejection, even though I felt the exact same way.
3: Yeah, I know. It's it's so crazy, eh? Yeah. That's why I get petrified. I get so worried about going on dates because I think this is the other thing. Guys, I've never date. I've never dated before because all of my boyfriends I met through friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I've been on like three. How many would it be? You would know because you're with me on like all of them. All of them. Yeah, um, I've been on like three or four three dates. Or four, yeah. Um, but never, ever dated afterwards. Like mm-hmm. date, like going on multiple dates with people. But it's like, it's petrifying because you're just like, oh, what if they just don't like me? And then it's like, get your switch your mind. Like It's like going for a job interview and being like, what if I don't like them? What if I don't want this job?
0: I, I get petrified on a date that I'll go and... I won't like them and I have to reject them because I'm so conflict Yeah, I get, I get worried about that. But
3: that's why I yeah. will never, ever go on a date with someone. So I would rather just, like, not go. I, I've, like, I stop talking to people all the time. Yeah. Like, you just completely don't reply if I've never met them. And I don't think that's ghosting.
0: No. I think if you go out – and I, I do think that, like, when people talk about ghosting with men, sometimes they're talking about – going out with someone consistently for like multiple yeah. weeks and things yeah. like that's messed up like i would never do that i think no. like a single or quick date is <laughs> i think a single the date line to the
3: comedy show is the line
0: yeah um but i i do i understand like okay this is not justifying men ghosting but i do think women that we talked about this before and this is not our fault it kind of is but it's like not our fault because we're I conditioned to be this way <laughs> i know i'm just saying like we're conditioned to put so much of our self-worth in relationships that we just naturally take rejection very badly mm. you know what i mean and i'm saying so, it's not our fault i'm like it's our fault in the sense that we've talked about where girls will like coalesce and get around each other and constantly talk about dating and constantly talk about who you're texting and oh my god does he like you no. like it's we don't help ourselves in that sense but it's not our fault that we're bombarded with fucking imagery from like the day we're born that tells us that we need to have a husband and then of course when you reject men you risk like actual fucking physical violence and anger and rage so basically all i'm trying to say is that rejecting people is difficult and we're a very socially awkward generation, and on all sides, I understand why ghosting is a phenomenon, even though nobody should do it.
3: And also, like what you just said, it's hard to think of what to say if you just literally don't like someone, but you don't want to hurt their feelings. It's so much easier to just not say yeah, anything. Yeah, you don't want
0: to be like, oh, because if someone's going to be like, well, what do you mean? Give me mm. an example. Mm. And you're going to be like, I don't like yeah. how you talk, or I don't like like what you, your conversations are. Like You can't do that. Yeah,
3: actually... Yeah, because I'm just like that one guy that I went on a date with ages ago. The first guy I went on a date with after me and, um, my mate's boyfriend broke up. I feel like I kind of ghosted him. But not really, because we talked afterwards. But I was like, I obviously don't want to see him again. Yeah. That guy who was like so shocked that I had a podcast. <laughs> yeah, he was like such a sweetheart. But he was so blown away by every single thing I said. It was really cute, but also um, mildly a lot mostly a lot <laughs> and um and then we went we went away straight away to paris and milan fashion week afterwards and mm-hmm. so we were so busy that i just stopped replying where you met a little known what, man I called in jean Mid-Jean. and we did that the I- iconic jean and we did the uh had the date at midnight
0: i know literally midnight in paris and i was like get home you little hussy one <laughs> yes. kiss on the lips and you're done
3: yeah and then i came home oh my god this is so funny so in our i just found out one of our dms and this girl said that she moved back so this is a dating and lockdown story trauma story i moved back in with my parents during lockdown and a boy i'd casually been seeing asked me to visit him for the night he lives two and a half hours from my hometown anyway to avoid the awkwardness i lied to my parents and said i was going to melbourne for an appointment for the night As we're in the middle of a pandemic, mum asked lots of questions about this appointment and I got deeper and deeper into my lie. (laughs) Off I go to the fuck boy's house and once I
0: arrive
3: arrive there, mum messages, can you please pick us up some boxes in Melbourne, which is another four hours from where she actually was because I was way too deep in the lie. I had to agree. Yes, of course, mum. I spent the night thinking of a way out of the box pickup, but of course there was literally no other option. She could have just said she forgot. Yeah. She could have just literally woken up and been like, oh, I'm so sorry. I've already driven halfway back and I forgot that's the that's what how you do it but um i got the d woke up at 6 a.m drove four hours to melbourne to collect the fucking boxes at 10 a.m <laughs> at 10 a.m then drove another five hours to be home by 4 p.m my parents are none the wiser so in short summary i had to drive 11 and a half hours for a dick appointment
0: i love 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 this person thank you for being a listener i love as well. Trust, you're a fucking icon but of course like i just can't imagine how like enlighten us Izzy how horny you would get during a lot like a pandemic like you would just be like fine 12 hour round trip it's worth it
3: yeah I feel like if you really liked a guy if you really liked a guy and really wanted to see him whereas I because I went back to New Zealand and didn't have anyone on the scene and I was just so zen and working out every day and and just chilling it's funny now as well because I remember when I was um like
0: internet dating I became like very 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 self-conscious of my social media accounts and I know that you have said the same thing now because we realized when we're talking about this that women we tend to like curate our social media accounts for other women like yeah. that's who our target audience is and so and like what we would make our social media our Instagram feeds if it was to seduce men would be extremely different probably mm. so it's like you become very self-conscious of your content from a romantic angle because there's like a lot of humble bragging or like
3: i just feel like my yeah when i think of my instagram i'm thinking of our circle of friends that's seeing my stuff i'm saying i'm thinking either either our circle of friends or our listeners to the podcast mm-hmm. are seeing it so i'll like repost when whenever someone tags like an afterwork drinks episode, or I like talk yeah. a bit about worky stuff, and then now that I'm dating, I'm like, oh, this is so cringe,
0: because you just look like you're like t- like blowing your own horn,
3: or just I don't know, you just it's just not as we've said a thousand billion times, it's just not does not show your our full personalities at all. If someone looked at that, they'd just like, oh, she's just this kind of
0: yeah. I'm like if someone looked at mine, they'd be like, who's this fucking boring woman?
3: They'd look at mine and be like, who's this just? girl obsessed with like herself
0: (laughs) that's what i mean we look so you look so 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 self-obsessed on social media and this is something we've talked about as well with dating your foot is gonna make such shuffling
3: noises (laughs) Um. literally just go like this
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's what you're doing i don't even realize that i'm doing it (laughs) um but yeah, it's something we've talked about, in especially in terms of internet dating, is that you don't want someone who's too good at looking good online. No, that's that's the yeah. thing
3: with the because um, they're not
0: someone you'll probably like in real life. Yeah,
3: with the dating app profiles, because it's like I know now. I feel like I'm at. The, I feel I really like being single at this age because I feel like you've really figured out. I feel like I figured out everything that I'm looking for. Whereas Mm -hmm. when I was younger, I like, honestly, when I was like 22, 23, I did not think about anything other than just being like, oh, I'm really attracted to that person. And because Mm -hmm. I'm very much like a, I mean, everyone is, but mine's like, I either have chemistry or I don't. And it's not going to come over time. And so I would just see someone at a party and be like, oh, I really like them and then just want to go out with them. And now I'm like, no, no, no. And like really know exactly what I'm after, and I think that's such a good thing about being this age and dating. But then it's not such a good thing about being this age and online dating because you can't see any of those facets of someone's personality on a fucking Hinge screen. But if you meet them in like if if you were meeting people in real life, like the good old days, I think it would be so good to be single at this age because you would easily be able to pick someone based on their conversation based on their interest based on like literally based on what someone wears i can figure out if i will have a connection with them
0: yeah and like um when you're when we think about all of the times when we were younger but we had horrific heartbreaks or um things happened there was always four billion red flags we just decided to miss along the yeah. way because we were just focusing on them being hot or on them <laughs> yeah. whatever but yeah, like you say, when you get older, you just like hone in on the things that matter to you. And it's like, I prefer someone who is obviously not a fuckboy and will stick around over someone that's extremely hot, etc.
3: Mm, yeah, or just, but then it's funny with online dating because it's way harder to figure out someone's personality based off the photos. And usually someone who looks good on a dating app you don't want to hang out with. And someone who has a shit dating app profile...
0: Yeah, because like you talk to like friends of ours who are married, and every single one will say, "I never, ever, ever would have swiped on my husband on Tinder because yeah. I just know what his profile would have looked like, and it would have been crazy." Yeah, but that would have been because he wasn't so into it, self-obsessed that he knew how to make himself look sexy in photos, which yeah. is why I love him. Yeah, um,
3: that's so true. And um, then also like another thing now because what we're talking about with the social media now having a podcast. It's so funny dating because it comes up in conversation because it's obviously what I literally do. (laughs) It's my job. And it's quite interesting. Like people want to hear about it. And also you're my best friend. So like it comes up doubly as much. Mm -hmm. And also we're always fucking doing this. So anyone that I'm talking (laughs) to, um, for an extended amount of time knows about it, but it's very funny because I'm like, when we started this, I've been in a relationship for like four years And then now being single, I'm like, do not fucking listen to this. Like, do not listen. No,
0: because you need context on us before you...
3: Yeah, if I... (laughs) If if someone that I was into started listening to this, and we'd only been on a couple of dates, I feel like they would just ghost me. And I'd be like, (laughs) I get it. (laughs) I agree. I agree. I'm fucking stupid and have no brain cells and just want to talk shit about Harry Jowsey. Well, I, I just... I yeah it's it sucks
0: because I feel like dating should exist completely outside of the realm of the internet because the internet is horrible and because we what's the word like we limit ourselves down to this like very two-dimensional version of ourselves online and we just have to pick a facet of our identity to stick to it for our Instagram grids or whatever and that isn't how you should judge whether you want to date someone or not but now the thing about dating is that, like, asking someone out is an extremely awkward social encounter and, like, the future of human reproduction is, like, based on people, like, being tough enough to go up and ask people out in person, which nobody wants to do, um, because the risk of being rejected is just so horrendous. Mm. And so, obviously, if you can outsource it to being on the internet...
3: And it's still petrifying on the internet.
0: Yeah, it's still scary on the internet, but obviously, I, I just think now people... Don't ask each other out in person um, because it's just so much easier to just log on an app. Yeah. So you can't get off the internet for dating because if you go and try to date in the real world, there's no one there there's to meet no you. One
3: there because they're all on Hinge.
0: Exactly. There was actually a um, Four Corners report on the ABC yesterday that we um, just started watching. It's just come out, English time, about how Tinder apparently have a whole – backlog of women having horrendous experiences with predatory or aggressive men on there and how they haven't dealt with the problem at all and done anything about it so on a more serious note our lovely little angels please be safe and look after yourself on there and if you see i don't know what do we say just always
3: we for example if we're not we were younger i mean everyone's kind of a bit more coupled up now, but like, tell people where you're going. Tell people who you're meeting. Show people their profiles. Yeah, friends. it's
0: hard because you don't want to tell people to be safe because it sounds victim blaming. You shouldn't have to do anything to be safe because none of this is like your should be your problem. But we obviously just want everyone to be as safe as possible. Mm.
3: Yeah, me and um, Hannah when we were traveling around Europe, we used to, we had our friends in New Zealand in a group chat, and we would just say every place we were staying what the address was who the people were and just like send that and they wouldn't, wouldn't even have to reply yeah because they would just know that we that they had the information there
0: and fuck tinder as well
3: yeah like Yuck. making
0: all this fucking money and like not trying to make it safe for their users it's well that's gross. why that um
3: woman left and started bumble because she was like this just is fucked Tinder, yeah t- and there
0: was that case really recently in australia where that woman got those horrendous voice notes from that gross bondi man and he got fired from his job which is awesome
3: yes yeah, so and then good. he came
0: out and revealed his name and identity to like news.com and was like i'm sorry
3: <laughs> Fuck i, off. I
0: hope you never have sex ever again till the day you die
3: yeah that was horrible so this girl said that um she matched with this guy on tinder and then he got her on like they swapped snapchat details or something and then she he asked her to meet up with him. And she was like, no, it's a fucking pandemic. And then he started sending her these horrific messages going off at her, like calling her fat and ugly and saying all these things. And then she went on the sleuth mission to figure out his, like, full name and identity and stuff. And then I think it was Clementine Ford posted – it on social media, and then he got fired from his job. But then, because we like the media couldn't release his name and stuff, no one knew who he was until he did an interview himself.
0: Yes, but knew who she was, which was so unfair. So yeah. it was fantastic when he outed himself by accident. Yes
3: so funny
0: that's what i mean about the media in australia but we were talking about it before how the tabloids are so invasive in the uk and in australia it's like george pell got found guilty of like molesting multiple children and you couldn't even report it after it happened
3: i know it's so crazy the defamation laws there are just beyond that's why there's been no me too movement yes in actually
0: i think we have recommended this in the past but the witch hunt podcast by the guardian explains exactly why even though everyone colloquially knows a bunch of stories and cases which should theoretically have been published outing people in multiple industries in australia no journalists are allowed to do it because um the defamation laws are too wild
3: Mm.
0: it's crazy awful last little thing to talk about yeah is emily in paris i hate i hate how much people are talking about this like myself included. I
3: know. Yeah. It's one of the... I know. So it's the Netflix show that you probably watched over the weekend and it was one of the most watched shows in the world over the weekend. Mm. Um, and it's, it's about Lily... Dan
0: Star, who made Sex in the City.
3: Yeah, and what's her name? Lily... What's her name? Collins. Lily Collins. She's Phil Collins. Yeah. daughter. Yeah. Her name just sounded so foreign just then, but Lily Collins who's phil collins's daughter yes she stars in it and she is an american girl who goes to paris to work at a marketing agency over there um and she doesn't know any french and all the boys want to bus her and um it's just very it's it's just like very i found it to be a very Expected kind of Netflix show.
0: That's what I mean. I'm like, what are people expecting out of Darren Star? People are like it's got it's got so many cliches. I'm like, yeah, mate. Like, so does Sex in the City and whatever the other one he did, Hollywood 90210. Like, they're not masterclasses in like cinematic European filmmaking. Like, I just I don't get why everyone was up in arms about it. And then when they were saying it rested on cliches, it was because she was like eating a pan of chocolate and wearing a beret. It's like I'm sorry, but that's what like. Americans do in
3: France yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found it so funny I, I hate so much that shows these days try to incorporate social media like yeah, incorporate yeah. it onto the screen I'm like don't do that we don't need to see her lame photo and her dumb caption and then how many followers she's getting it just didn't seem to make it, just and it was not like, tragically
0: outdated like I was like no one posts like this on Instagram posts like this anymore really we cool. would have 45 followers as a as a 20 something woman that's literally insane
3: but she had so when she in the first episode she had like 40 followers yes and then it went up to twenty thousand by like halfway through because she was posting these horrific selfies with really bad captions she was really lowering the bar she was posting on the grid all of the content that you'd see like when you're drunk at 2am on people's stories stories yeah um but yeah, it's, But it I'm was, also
0: like, someone with Lily Collins' face would just rack up 20,000 followers in 50 seconds. That's what we see happening all the time on Instagram. If you're
3: just pretty and you post dumb pictures, you get loads of followers. Yeah, that's true. I thought that as well. Yeah. But how she got there and she was like, it looks just like Red me was one of my highlights
2: yeah, of the that show. was
0: awful. Lily, Lily Collins is very charismatic lead, leading lady. Yeah, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's got that Carrie Bradshaw sort of like grating... New Yorker style thing, like I, I liked her.
3: Um, who was your favorite guy? Who would you bust out of all of the men, all I, of the men that were throwing themselves at her?
0: Oh, it's so like boring, but the flatmate bloke, the neighbor,
3: yeah, yeah, the neighbor. He
0: her her American boyfriend was disgusting. Yeah,
3: so disgusting. <laughs> I know. She ends up with, I feel like I would not be attracted to the neighbour. The neighbor's girlfriend was so gorgeous. Yeah. I wouldn't be attracted to the neighbour, but I would be attracted to the guy who she kind of is hanging out with in the last couple of episodes, who is, I don't know what he actually does. I think he's like the assistant to that designer guy. And she ends up, you haven't watched it? No. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) <laughs> and I haven't got this far. Yeah, and he's pretty hot. I feel like you'd you'd be into him as well.
0: Um, yeah, but I think I think like on a more serious note, I'm not even a serious note. I just I find it funny that everyone obviously watched it and you don't watch things that you don't enjoy in some capacity. And then everyone was just shitting all over it. And I just think it's always been cool to hate things, but I just think that it was just a real example of everyone just Piling on because they're bored. Because they're bored, and because it's a fun thing to do to like shit all over something. I I agree that like they represented Paris as being this extremely white, non-ethnically diverse city, which is a huge oversight. Um, but heaps of shows do like I. They're not. It's not alone in doing that.
3: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I found the clothes so hilarious
0: yeah i i loved how bad they were yeah i I liked that it was
3: um i liked that as you said it was like different for once
0: yeah and so it's patricia field who did all of carrie bradshaw's outfits she's extremely iconic but i think people forget that like heaps of carrie bradshaw's outfits were insane and not good yeah yeah and um and carrie bradshaw didn't wear in like what was cool in the noughties when the sex in the cities was being filmed was Sienna Miller as like a boho queen. It wasn't all the crazy shit that Carrie was wearing. So people expecting Lily Collins to wear what everyone wears now is a mistake too, Mm
3: -hmm. because
0: that's not what Patricia Field does. Um, But the stuff was bonkers. But I was like, I kind of liked that feels to me what a precocious 26 year old with not much self-awareness would wear. (laughs) Just, like, clashing crazy shit together but wearing it with, like, confidence.
3: Yeah, and I love that they didn't paint her as being super cool. They didn't paint her character as being especially cool because that's what I think with high fidelity. Zoe Kravitz's show, I think that's what they – that was what was wrong with the show is that Zoe Kravitz's character was painted as being so cool that she wasn't relatable. Mm-hmm. So at least with Lily Collins, you're like, I can't believe you're wearing an Eiffel Tower bra that is Jade. Yeah, it's but Jade, it's like...
0: but I like we love to see it. Yeah. I love
3: seeing it. And at least it's
0: fun. Like everything now, everyone wears the same things over and over and over again. It's so boring.
3: Yeah. And
0: that's that's the first time in ages I've seen people wear like on Gossip Girl, they wore
3: random shit. Yeah, like, like Gossip that.
0: Girl. It's just yeah. it doesn't have to be good. Like this yeah. is the thing I feel like everyone was missing in the discussion of Emily in Paris. It's like you, you, you can just like something that's shit. <laughs> mm. like, and
3: even um, because like obviously they they not obviously they know what good style like they know like the French neighbor the girlfriend yeah, she I mean. was super stylish and super chic yes and looked gorgeous and it's like they purposely didn't make Lily Collins's character look like that yes um but yeah I found it like I just found it watchable I just put it on on Sunday and I didn't leave the house all day and it was just playing in the background I was like this is fine I don't have any like qualms with that but I also don't I'm not gagging to see what's happening next no absolutely not I think it was
0: just missing like sex in the city was like really tapped into social and cultural conversations at the time in terms of women feeling intimidated by out-earning men or like things that are very outdated now like bisexuality mm. and um vibrators and stuff things that at the time were very t- culturally taboo but obviously this show is not trying to do that in any way
3: well i mean the only things that touched on was like the um french sexi- sexism and sexual harassment because all of the men were being fucking foul to her like her boss sending her lingerie to her office and um the guy who tells her he wants American pussy in her ear. Like it was a bit foul, but it was like, that's definitely happens in Paris.
0: Yeah. But I also feel like Darren Star is just like, not the person to be making, <laughs> you yeah, know, like yeah. the super American yeah. thing guy, um, is like maybe not the person to explore that topic. But yeah, that's true as well. Um, it's just, I just find it interesting how, how in, in, influ- enraged it made people.
3: I know. I, I know, it was just full of cliches and full of, um, like, random storylines and just this chill rom-com. But it's like everyone watched it, so everyone obviously wanted it. Yes. And it's going to be renewed and people are going to watch it again. Maybe maybe they wanted this backlash.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think
3: they know what they're doing. Yeah.
0: It was so silly. The show. Yeah. Yeah. So many aspects were so silly.
3: When they went to um, Café de Flore yes and we were just there eating those cheese sandwiches for dinner
0: i know they're so expensive as well they're so expensive and it wasn't
3: even that young no it's just a trap a tourist trap we fell for it which we fell for okay, okay. hour and ten Alrighty then let's wrap it up please rate review subscribe we will see you all on saturday we love you. Send us more of your um, hilarious dating stories if you can top the girl that drove 11 and a half hours for a bus.
0: Yeah. Any? Or we'll send them anyway. You send them anyway. Probably but... won't top that. But yeah.
3: <laughs> you <Hey, are we laughs> yes. know who drove 12 Mascot hours for the
0: week? I know. Love okay. you.
3: Bye. Bye, guys.